0: Monday nights. Up late. Broadcasting from stolen land. Satellite skies. Satellite skies. Satellite skies. Highlighting DIY and autonomous politics music and subculture with a different theme each week.
1: Satellite Skies, You Can Be You, punk and the songs punks love to dance to with Tessa
2: and Heiko, one of the weekly rotations of Satellite Skies talking and spinning all things DIY punk, autonomous politics in punk and the music punks love to dance to even if they don't know it yet.
1: Hello and welcome to Satellite Skies on 3CR 855 AM, streaming online at 3cr.org.au. You're here with moi, Tessa, on this week's rotating segment, Satellites of Satellite Skies, You Can Be You, punk and the songs punks love to dance to, spinning and talking new and classic punk and the stuffs punks love to dance to, even if maybe they don't know it yet. Before I start I'd like to acknowledge that today I'm broadcasting from the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations and I'd like to pay my respect to the elders past present and emerging and any mob that might be in the station right now although it's a little late. <laughs> So tonight, uh, I'm solo. Heichel is a busy, busy, busy person and they got stuff to do. So it's me handling the show tonight, although I do have a special treat that Heichel and I prepared for you earlier, which is an interview with one of my personal favorite contemporary band's prospects straight from the dark, spooky, humid, goth island of Singapore we'll be hearing from prospect bandmates Hafiz and Vanessa talking about the band, uh, their upcoming release, what's happening in the DIY punk scene and DIY venues in Singapore, as well as touching on some politics and activism that is current in Singapore right now. So despite uh, missing my beloved co-host Haikal, we'll be starting with a bracket of a brand new track from the Alien Alias of local Nam musician Jake Robertson. Uh, The track is called Leather Gun by Alien Nosejob. And stay tuned, uh, the interview with Prospects is coming up soon. This is You Can Be You, Satellite Skies, you're listening to 3C-R. Power it up. Welcome back to Satellite Skies. What a casual little fade out there. That was me taking a trip down memory lane, listening to the brand new track from uh, local band Diploid and their track, uh, There Was Little to Drag Out. You're listening to Satellite Skies. This is the weekly rotation, You Can Be You, punk and the songs punks love to dance to, here with Tessa. Uh, So, yeah, as I said, we just heard There Was Little to Drag Out from Diploid a band from my youth who are still going extremely strong after over 10 years, I think um, they've come a long way from playing the Packenham Freezer shows and that song was from uh, their most recent release which you should definitely check out and was part of the Flash Forward program. Some really amazing new songs supported uh, during COVID with a bunch of grants. And before Diploid a really powerful band Zulu and their track Now They Are Through Me. Before that we heard from the Melbourne, uh, Nam band Shove and their track Non Essential Worker. Before that a little it's slightly maybe off brand for um, you can you, but I couldn't not put in uh, Powered Up by Cobra Man, the slightly out of place uh, power disco, I believe is how they describe themselves out of Los Angeles. I just, I can't thank my buddy Zeke enough for showing me this band. It is the ultimate pump up song. It's so cheesy. And to kick off that bracket, there was the new banger Leather Gun by Alien Nose Job. Okay, so as promised, I am going to tell you a little bit about Prospects, the band that me and Heikel interviewed uh, at a slightly more reasonable uh, time of night earlier in the week. Prospects is a relatively new band out of Singapore, uh, one of many that make up an extremely dynamic and busy punk scene despite its relatively small size comparative to, say, Melbourne in people, not in quality, that is. Uh, Both Vanessa and Hafiz, who make up prospects, that's Vanessa is on vocals and Hafiz is on keyboards, synths, whatever you want to call it, have uh, been extremely active in the Singaporean, Southeast Asian and international punk scene for many years, running venues, playing in bands, booking shows in Singapore uh, and running two amazing DIY venues, Black Hole, back in the day, and they are both currently in part of the collective that runs the DIY space in Singapore, 416. Um, A slight departure from their usual kind of punky hardcore styles. Can't believe I just said punky on air. Um, Prospects is like dark, dancey, goth, synth, right up my alley, Uh, but with that punk tinge and really powerful and meaningful lyrics. So without further ado, here is the chat that Heichel and myself had with Prospects. And this is You Can Be You on 3CR. (laughs) Thank you so much uh, Hafiz and Vanessa for joining us today to have a chat from the Singaporean dark post-punk electro new wave band Prospects. (laughs) My understanding is Prospects was born out of COVID-19 and the lockdown over in Singapore, which is where you guys are from. Could you tell us more about the formation of the band and what inspired the dark, catchy tunes you've both created?
3: started doing a circuit breaker we call it circuit breaker is our own version of a lockdown so singapore version of oh, lockdown circuit breaker. Version. yeah because it sounds uh, cool like circuit breaker than uh, lockdown so yeah. <laughs> yeah so i had all the time in the world that uh during that time so i started learning a lot of shit at home it started with uh, logic uh, with my MacBook, and then I bought some synth, and then it started from there. So it's all basically used. You went uh, down the rabbit hole. Yeah, <laughs> so I spent a lot of few months like not sleeping and just uh, playing around, fucking around, and then I. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say
0: that it was born out of COVID.
3: It was born out of boredom. <laughs> yeah, out of boredom, and also it kind of born like like bought all the stuff because we got some. Money from the state. Uh, <laughs> yeah, doing that. I mean welfare but, money. <laughs> yeah, welfare money, we got like some money and I bought all the stuff out of that. So it helps a lot. I guess like,
0: we're both like officially in the eyes of the government jobless. I mean, we're freelancers, right? So according to the government, you're jobless, meaning they have an obligation to help you financially. So at one point, um, because of all the lockdowns, you received a bunch of money. I think in the US it's called a stimulus check. I'm not sure what it's called in Australia. Do you guys have something like that? So, yeah, I think I've spent all of it on since.
1: <laughs> and so, yes. after your state sanctioned boredom uh, project began, uh, did you always plan to turn this into a two piece with oh. Vanessa or uh, did she come in later?
3: Well, I did it, and then I kind of don't like to sing, so I asked her to sing. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> yeah, and then started. Playing
1: and ball. I like to sing, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you're so good at I'm it. Good.
0: Oh, thank you. It's just mm-hmm.
1: for fun. <laughs> okay, so um, I know you've both been very involved in um, the hardcore punk scene in Singapore for many years and Southeast Asia and globally. Uh, so... Tell us about maybe um, for the listeners at home who don't know both of your colorful histories like I do, um, tell us about maybe your history in the scene and did any of your past bands or experiences influence the music you made, Hafiz, or the lyrics you wrote, Vanessa?
3: Well, I think I, well, Prospect's very different from all the typical hardcore punk bands that I play in. So yeah, but I always wanted to play this kind of music uh, for a long time. So, during that lockdown thing, I kind of invested my time on it. So, I have a lot of time uh, fucking around with it. So, so yeah. But it's very different, but it's still punk to me. Like, the lyrics are punk and uh, everything is punk. It's like yeah. the song... It actually is...
0: suits me. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, because... It, it, it... Yeah, because we're very into, like, 80s synth pop. And yeah. this is the only time that we can do it. Like... Yeah. I mean, got a chance to, it. I mean, it wasn't serious he at, uh, at first, uh, yeah, it wasn't serious at first, but I think it's uh, all uh, pretty much um, uh, goes well, I think.
0: It went somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, when, when he asked me to sing for it, I was like, oh yeah, because, you know, no matter how long I've been in the punk scene, no matter how much hardcore punk and, and metal and whatever, you know. Badass stuff to listen to. I'm always still very fluffy on the inside. So uh, <laughs> I kind of just let that side of me take over for the time being. Mean, what better time to do it than, you know, when this is happening all around us and, and it's it's something that we can try, something new that we can try. So it's been really fun, I think. And like what Hafiz mentioned, well, even though you know, the music is kind of fluffy and copy and dancey, you still kind of hold on to the hardcore punk of having everything done DIY soft and political lyrics and stuff.
1: So, yeah. Yeah, I've got to say uh, your voice does sound like so beautiful and ethereal and I wouldn't say fluffy myself. I would say piercing, but uh, <laughs> definitely a departure from the hardcore band, uh, bands of old. But maybe if you wanted to go in a little bit more detail about some of the lyrics you wrote, um and was there any particular incidents or themes that inspired you or just the kind of general feeling of uh living in a police state
0: um, yeah I think a lot of the lyrics were well about personal experiences and also memory because I think that's something that a lot of people have you know what I think it's a feeling that a lot of people were going through, especially during the pandemic. Everybody's going through memories, per se, because you're not able to carry on with your life as per usual. So a lot of people are just going into, you know, thinking about what life used to be like, experiences that they've had, and pining for, you know, those feelings again. So a lot of the lyrics that we wrote, basically, about personal experiences and remembering things that have happened and, you know, how we feel about them. So there was one song that was... Kind of just about being on tour in Europe, <laughs> which is really fun. Um, yeah, a lot a lot to do with memory and personal experiences, I think, and how they, they relate to personal ethics. That's
1: beautiful.
2: When I saw the recent prospects music video that was probably shot at Surface Noise, am I right?
3: Yeah. Uh, yep. y- yeah, that's just a project between a few of our <laughs> friends, just doing a live video because we can't play shows. So yeah, another border yeah. project. <laughs> yeah,
2: another yeah, another circuit breaker lockdown activity. Yeah, yep.
0: Yep.
1: Of, yeah. For those yeah, of us you at know, home, uh, Surface Noise is uh, the local and greatest uh, record store in, um, <laughs> in Singapore. You have like
3: a record store in and also world. a
1: jamming studio, right? <laughs>
3: uh no nah, i think there's the, the studio part is the studio part has got nothing to do with surface noise per se but we shared rent, as in uh, yeah, just next door yeah just next door uh next door we share the same landlord and stuff so we got a really uh cheap deal with the landlord for both yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. that's so great right. a, it's a yeah.
3: co-op so yeah, oh, that's, that's awesome yeah, but, yeah. yeah basically really the studio, studio is mostly uh It's a co-op between a a bunch of people, like a lot of people. From the start, we asked for help, uh, especially thanks to uh, Melbourne and staff for helping and um, doing the benefit shows for us and uh, also helping to create the space. And then after that, we kind of like roll back the money and we do a lot of benefit also for uh, other spaces. And... uh, Maybe once a month and kind of uh stuff like that, we try to uh uh give some um financial help for those who really need it, uh, like a one Southeast Asia especially. The
0: studio was actually able to carry forward and kind of pay forward a lot of things that you know, um uh, towards a lot of things that actually needed help other than
3: us. Uh 416, uh the I mean, the name of the studio is that service so is a business and 416 is not a business at all. So we is don't a... make any profit or whatever. And also we give think... money to uh, people who need um, some lawyer's fees and stuff when they have uh, problems and stuff like that. I mean, I especially for really Malaysia like it, and okay. Indonesia So yeah. Yeah, it's
2: good. Like a bunch of people coming together. It's like community. It's like the whole community coming together not necessarily just punk, like everyone who's playing, like, you know, even like, synth music or something coming together yeah. and it's really good to see kind of like a punk mutual aid kind of thing across yeah. the region yeah, or Malaysia yeah, yeah. And exactly yeah yeah that's so good i mean yeah i mean one day maybe me and tessa let's go <laughs> <laughs> nope. i hope so we'll I
1: yeah i've heard myself Uh, and a few other people have really had a red hot go of starting venues in and out of the lockdowns, and we just keep going back into lockdown, and you just can't start a venue, and you can't have shows. It's a real bummer, but it's really amazing looking at what you've done with 416,
4: Um, particularly
1: now, like we can see so many venues across um, Southeast Asia, even Asia Pacific, that have such short lifespans. In Australia, I feel like, really perth is the only place that has a long running space so it's really um amazing to have uh an example of sustainability and mutual aid mm. um in the region yeah. because i feel like there's always so much focus mm. on europe about those things because yeah yep. they had much much different circumstances <laughs> when a lot of those german <laughs> venues were getting started so that's yeah. off to you and everyone else <laughs> in the punk scene for making it work in a mall of yeah. i think
0: is. Yeah, I think a big part of it is also the lessons that we learned from running Black Hole in 2010. You know, that was a disaster. But, you know, like I said in previous interviews about running that particular space, um, we ran that space for impact over sustainability because that's what we needed. Like, we needed the community to have a big jolt. Like, you know, you don't know what you're missing until you make But
4: I'm open to persuasion
3: when you think of community,
4: uh, think of 3CR. When you think of radio, think of 3CR. This is Joan Armour Trading asking you to support your community radio station, 3CR, the
3: only alternative.
4: Oh,
1: Australia and around the world, we've seen reactionary right-wing mobilisations around anti-vaccine, anti-lockdown and anti-public health demands. In response to this, the Campaign Against Racism and Fascism have launched the campaign Pro-Vax, Pro-Union, Anti-Fascists to combat the far-right and to fight for public health, safety and social solidarity. Go to www.calf.melbourne to join the fight for the safety of workers in the community and against the far-right. A 3CR supporter.
0: You're listening to 3CR Community Radio 855 AM on digital and online. 3CR Radical Radio.
1: Howdy. You're back with me, Tessa, on Satellite Skies. You Can Be You Punk and the songs punks love to dance to. That absolute banger was Prospects' new single, The Garden, from their upcoming album coming out on Symphony of Destruction Records, which is based in France. And before The Garden by Prospects, we heard a new track, uh, from well, newish, 2020 single from one of my favorite uh, Southeast Asian bands, Orang Planet from Malaysia and their track Obscura. So I'm going to keep things rolling. You heard the first half of the Prospects interview. This is the second half uh, where they talk uh, a, a little bit more about Singapore and the things that are going on there. So uh, stay tuned uh, and have a listen to Hafiz and Vanessa from Prospects. You are on Satellite Skies 3CR.
2: In because I'm Hakalista Artista. But I'm gonna, it's gonna be a bit like not political, but I have, yeah, I have a lot of strong views around the totalitarian, murderous government of uh, Singapore and their controversial mm-hmm. death sentence, which is also part of the colonial law that was passed down from the British. But talking about uh, Nagentran and a very high profile case where. A person's gonna be again um, hanged to death because of some <laughs> drug offences, and um, we're not gonna go totally into that. So Singapore hangs people for um, trafficking drug, and that's, that's nice. very subjective because trafficking can mean anything from fifteen grams of whatever to you know a really small amount but they kill right. people and they've been killing people ever since I was born. I knew people die. So, and the law mm-hmm. is still there. And um, just trying to say, because this is a huge case right now where we're trying to share online to start a petition to try and save this person named Nagantran um, from the death sentence. And, mm-hmm. you know, what are your thoughts on this specific case and how it relates to, you know, I've lost two friends before in my whole mm-hmm. life. Due to this law and it's very traumatic for a lot of people, especially minorities in like Singapore, who are mostly the people who have been prosecuted there. So, um, what are your views on that and how and what are the organizations that we can follow or help or sign petitions from over here to pressure the Singapore government to save to stop this,
0: you know? put it very shortly if you want it in a couple yeah. of seconds. fuck uh, this shit. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah yeah you're yeah, absolutely yeah. this this particular law this particular um, capital punishment it, it really affects people of minority races way more than the majority race Chinese people because I actually have um I, I I know and actually do know at least one person who is Chinese in Singapore like a Chinese Singaporean who was caught for quite a large amount of um, narcotics and with the amount that he was caught with he would have actually been hanged to death but no he is actually free um, has a family has some business and people don't even remember that that, that had happened. So yeah, you're absolutely right about that. So apart from it being like a racial issue, it is also a class issue. In that, a lot of people who are on death row in Singapore who have been on death row in Singapore are people of lower classes, people who you know, struggle with poverty, and a lot of times these are not even Singaporean people. You know, so it's it's quite shit because it's it's, it's people who either come to Singapore because they are looking for a better life, or they're coming to Singapore because they were duped into coming here by somebody from their hometown or somebody from their own country, told them, like, look, you really need this amount of money, uh, I can give it to you. If you do me this favor, you fly to Singapore with this package, and then you know, yeah, don't worry, nothing's gonna happen. And then, you know, I'll, I'll give you the money after that, which is exactly what is happening with my um, it's really, really sad. Uh he basically did that because he was trying to raise money for his father's medical books. And he was duped into it. And the sad part about that also is that uh, he has been um, he he has been tested by, by a lot of by mental health institutions, and it's proven that he has a very low IQ, so he has learning disabilities. So that is in in itself entirely illegal. You cannot put somebody who is disabled on death row, especially somebody with cognitive and, and learning disabilities. So that's what's happening right now with making just a bit of a So yeah, there's a big uproar in that, mainly because the big focus on that is that this is a person with disabilities. We cannot do this him because why? He has no idea what he's doing, but this poor man has been in uh, solitary confinement for about eight years. And he has no idea what's happening to him. It's disgusting.
2: Mm. As compared to when I moved here, I thought everything's like, oh yeah, it's a first world country, so-called, and blah, 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 and <laughs> there's a lot of issues where um, Indigenous Black people are being incarcerated at a very high rate, and a lot mm-hmm. of them are dying in police custody because of this racist policy that's here, and there's a lot of advocates that's, you know, trying, but you know, same same thing everywhere, I guess. Are there any like Instagram pages or links that we should follow that we can sign a petition or is there anything? We feel very oh, helpless think... here, especially for me. But okay. are there any, at least one or
3: two? Uh, there's a uh, Instagram page that's really, really updated. It's called transformjustice.sg. Yeah. So okay. I think that's the uh, most uh, updated and... I mean, where you can get your updates and where you can... Uh, With regards to this case, especially. Like yeah.
0: Uh, right. A couple mm-hmm. more that you can check out yeah. is left.sg, left.sg, A page that I would highly recommend. And also, if anybody has you know, a bit of extra money to subscribe, I would very, very much recommend them subscribing to New Narrative. So it's N-E-W, new, and then N-A-R-A-T-I-F, F for Frank. So New Narrative. So New Narrative is actually a... Uh, it's a journal. So there are a lot of journalists from all over Southeast Asia that report on, um you know, uh, news basically, like leftist and democracy issues with regards to a lot of the countries in Southeast Asia. There are journalists and contributors from all over the place. So if you would like to keep up with, you know, things that are happening and not just this case in particular, new narratives. Yeah, that's great. Right.
2: Um Yeah, and
0: all,
2: you, all
3: the all listeners, you can just... No, or you can just go email straight to the presidential office.
2: Yeah, yeah. To all the listeners, we'll be um posting these three links um after you know on our Instagram page and stuff for you to follow. And um, yeah, we, we're looking forward to support more and try to in 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 like my view is like more, I think, to just end this, you know, end this death sentence. There's no way, you know, but like, you know, it's it's a long shot.
3: Yeah, I think we need more mainstream pressure, basically. The yeah.
1: connections are um, international. Like, Heichel yeah. made a very good point connecting the state-sanctioned death sentence in Singapore. We have an unofficial death sentence if you're black and in custody in australia so i guess it's it's really great to have you guys on the show and talk about um how we can make these connections of you know british colonialism still messing with um our societies to this day um but also the connections of solidarity and and through music and things like that so um Mm -hmm. thank you so much for sharing your perspectives i guess to wrap things up um i'd love to hear uh, about any upcoming releases. Um, congratulations on your very successful demo, which was released on tape, but also by Symphony of Destruction on LP. It's been on my turntable quite a lot. Um, so The Garden, uh, we will be featuring on this show, but is that part of an upcoming release? Can you give us uh, any juicy details?
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's... Uh... Okay. That's, that song is from our upcoming uh, debut full length That that is still in production. I think it's going to be out on uh, December and John and well, from Symphony of Destruction will be putting it out again. So, yeah. So, the the album is called A Quiet World and, yeah, I think you guys just wait a minute and it, there's going to be more song coming out <laughs> from that. It, Yeah.
0: Isn't it super fun? We actually recorded it a long time ago but, you know, covid,
3: COVID. Yeah. I mean, the pressing plan, you know, there's a lot of bands releasing stuff right now. So, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Everybody got busy in COVID, but I want prospects number one in the line. This isn't acceptable. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for giving your time and sharing your insight on your music and your perspectives on Singapore and uh, your situation, the situation in the country. And from the bottom of my heart, and I'm sure Heikel's, Thank you so much for
3: coming on the Thank show. You. Thanks for having us.
4: Thank you guys. Hi, I'm Kim Salmon. I'd like to have a quick word about uh, public radio, particularly 3CR. The thing about public radio is that it's more open than the more formatted types of radio to what's going on around it. So when you listen to it, you're more likely to hear a reflection of real life and 3CR being in the heart of Smith Street, Collingwood is a particularly good example of what I'm talking about. If you'd like to uh, subscribe, the number is 94198377. you been listening.
1: Hello, this is Tessa, 3CR, Satellite Skies, this is one of the rotating segments, You Can Be You, Punk and the Songs Punks Love to Dance to. and boy is this one of those dancey ones. We are currently listening to The Name of the Sun is Slowly Repeating, a new banger by local nam artist Papaphilia. Before that, we heard probably my favourite record going right now. Uh, the track Double Axe by another NAM uh, EVM artist, Bricks. And kicking off this bracket was the local NAM band Bitumen and their brand new track Out of Athens. All three of those bands were part of the Flash Forward project, as was Diploid, who I played earlier so many cracker tunes and amazing records. Be sure to check out Havephilia, Bricks, Bitumen, Diploid, all the other bands that were on Flash Forward. So that brings us to the end of Satellite Skies. And look, it's been a bloody pleasure. Thanks for tuning in, listening to the Prospects interview with Hafiz and Vanessa all the way over from Singapore. They flew all the way here and boy, are their arms tired. Oh, God, I'm sorry. It's it's late. It's late. I need to go to bed. Okay, well, join us next time. Uh, next week you have Minnie and Izzy bringing you some uh, revolutionary tunes, their segment Soundtracked Revolution. Heichel and I will be back with You Can Be You sometime in December